baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hey, hey, what is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex on this post-Gay Pride. I am with my love buddy, my boo, my co-host, Jeremy Ross Lopez. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Happy Pride. Yes, exactly. It was just this past weekend here in New York City and, of course, San Francisco. I definitely, our heart and our prayers go out to our co-host, Lincoln, who uh, couldn't be with us today because he's back in San Francisco attending to his mom. And we wish him, Peter, his boyfriend, and his mom all the best. And uh, I know he needs our prayers right now. So definitely we wish that. Absolutely. Um, So, but I am glad I have you, my boo, and I couldn't help but think on episode 175 that last year you were with me along with the whole host fun crew for celebrating world. We had a slew of amazing people. We really did. And it happened to be World Pride last year, as well as the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. How much fun did we have last year with all that? Oh my gosh. I think we we honestly didn't even need to go anywhere. We went to the roof. The roof couldn't have been a bigger party. And we the got roof to see was the, on fire. We got to see everybody that we loved in the parade. Remember we saw the cast of Pose go right in front of the building. They had gotten a lot more strict last year with as far as like the blockades and just the different sections that people could stand at. And so we really just stayed in the building and on the block all day. And it was actually amazing. I remember I showed up, I think at like eight, eight 30 in the morning or 9am or something. And we just prepared for a long fun ass day. Absolutely. I have so many memories of that. And I know my sister who was on the live podcast on Thursday, we were, she posted a picture on our Facebook page of our converse that Oh, rainbow converse. I wear them every year on Pride. You know, this year would have been, it was just the 50th anniversary of the actual Pride March, uh, which is a big deal as well. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, uh, didn't have you all here. And I was in the same place where I live, where the parade ended last year for World Pride. However, due to COVID-19, obviously, it was a different year. They did do a televised show with people like Carson Kressley that uh, the ABC, I think you can watch it on 
ABC, the New York uh, version online. And it had, it actually was, it was, I had, you know, I made brunch for myself and Mm -hmm. watched the show and it was really celebratory. They were in front of Stonewall. They had people that are fans of Drag Race, uh, Monet Exchange was on there co-hosting for a little bit. And she has like a a new song called March, which was really powerful, a video that she had shot along with the crew, I guess, a while ago and I was really happy to see that there were shout outs from people like Gloria Stefan but then there was some amazing performances from Billy Porter from a new song that he has that he did a great performance Janelle Monet did a very powerful Black Lives Matter slash gay pride performance with one of her songs that was really powerful I really loved it and the one and only, the one we love, Deborah Cox, who has always been such a uh, LGBTQ plus ally, sang the quintessential Cindy Lauper track, True Colors. I've felt prideful. Pride is really about how you feel about being prideful in general. I don't know. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, how did you I, feel not being I, here? I definitely was living vicariously through everybody's videos and pictures and stuff. And it is very different to not be in uh, even just around friends and stuff, but also just not be in New York city. Cause everything when there is a holiday in New York city is just so spectacular. And I don't know, it was definitely very nostalgic, but I was also just thinking, and I watched uh, the show love Victor and it just made me, think about how proud I am to be gay and definitely never regretting uh, just being gay and how it uh, makes me the person that I am. And so I kind of looked at the positive side of things. And of course, I'm not celebrating with all of my friends on a rooftop in New York City, but I was definitely just thinking with a positive attitude and positive outlook on life in general. I took the opportunity afterwards to ride my bike around the city. And I was really thinking of you, Jeremy, because you and I have really gotten the gumption and we needed it because we were a little nervous about riding bikes around New York City, but we did it, uh, the city bikes at least. And we were having fun last year and riding our bikes around. And so you were there in spirit with me as I rode around the city after, yeah, absolutely. And I decided to ride around the city. I rode all the way up, if people know, the Hell's Kitchen area. And I wanted to ride down Ninth Avenue to kind of see what was going on. And as I rode down, I saw some of the bars had outdoor seating going on, which is a big thing here in New York right now where they're positioning certain things. On the other hand, I did notice on, I forget the street, it's like in the 40s, where mm-hmm. Bottoms Up, a bar that you might know. Do you know the street, yeah, that, Jeremy? Yeah, it's 46th. So 46th Street. It's Restaurant Row, restaurant. actually. <clears throat> exactly. Thank you for yeah. just saying that. I was just going to say that. Restaurant Row, for people that know when they come here to, for Broadway, and it. I looked to the left as I was riding down Ninth Avenue and it was jam packed like a New Orleans block party with balloons and 
I'm not going to lie. It looked amazing. And yeah, I did have a little bit of FOMO for a second because it looked like the place to be. However, I couldn't help but think of there was literally no social distancing from that block. Mm -hmm. And so I was conflicted in a lot of ways because in some ways I wanted to be a part of the party. Like I said, FOMO In other ways I was like, Oh my gosh, these boys are not, you know? So I, I kept putting my mask on and snooping around. I was snooping really. So I had heard that <laughs> one of our other bars, yeah, I know, bars in New York city, the Eagle had secretly opened or opened. And I rode down 28th street just to see what was going on there. And I, snuck around there and I saw they were doing temperature checks as they let people up, but it looked like they were only letting people and my sources say that they're literally only letting people up to the rooftop. I'm not going to be that guinea pig yet, but that's what was going on there. And I saw some other bars in Chelsea and I was going to continue to make my way, but I think I was up on my time limit and put the bike away and came in just in time because a thunderstorm came And I missed it. So I decided to make a cocktail here and stay in. But I don't know. Well, the L.A. bar scene, and we talk a lot about L.A. here, as well as places like Arizona and Texas, our listeners Mm -hmm. out there. And if I would love to hear from you guys in Texas or in Arizona, as I know your numbers have really gone up for COVID-19. And a lot of places that I'm talking about have opened up, including our gay bar scene where we find our hot hookups. And in WeHo, I was just looking at Los Angeles magazine. And in recent weeks, WeHo's bar scene was both a glimpse at the new normal, but had to kind of shut down recently. Oh, really? Because of high numbers. And I'm just going to read a quote from Los Angeles Magazine, Stephen Blum's article that came out uh, yesterday. And he's, I'm just going to read the quoting from his Welcome to mid pandemic Boys Town in West Hollywood. Before Governor Newsom ordered bars, breweries, and brew pubs to close on Sunday, mm-hmm. citing a rapid rise in coronavirus cases, the raucous stretch of Santa Monica between La Cienega and Robertson, which I know you've been there, Jeremy, with me. Yeah served as a kind of a test run for nightlife in the COVID era, cautiously opening up to well-lubricated customers, he writes, <laughs> I'll bet, I love that, I'll bet in a way that made contracting the virus more difficult and talking to strangers or getting laid near impossible. He continues to write, bars and nightclubs hoping to function in this new era, we're asked to make a series of radical changes. In addition to operating at 50% capacity, guidelines issued by LA County on June 18th dictated that lounges and nightclubs across LA were only allowed to reopen as bars, no dancing or live entertainment permitted. For West Hollywood, that meant no more drag shows or slipping $5 into a dancer's gold lame booty shorts. Customers had to be seated while ordering and drinking and had to wear masks while walking to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And it says, you know, I have a friend that works at Revolver as a bartender, and he said that their bar wasn't opening at all. And places like, uh, I think, Sewer and Pump and Mickey's, um weren't going to really open up although mickey's was considering open up as a restaurant only Mm -hmm. but other weho businesses 
he recites swiftly shifted gears. So WeHo Block Party, where you'd normally find tons of emblazoned um, people, it, they were trying to maybe think that this is going to be sort of like a block party all summer long, given what's going on. But with the governor ordering these closures, it looks like a sad summer in New York, or in, excuse me, L.A., and... It's kind of sad, right? It is. It's definitely sad. And it's also just, it's kind of alarming at the same time. You know, Mario Diaz, who threw this great party at, in L.A. at FUBAR, is saying that a lot of the dancers are struggling because, you know, many of the go-go dancers, they were used to making money and it's mm-hmm. all, it doesn't require social distancing. And a lot of them are having to go, some of them are straight and they're having to go to only fans to kind of get money. And that's also putting them at risk because they're having to do these sexual scenes with people now. Right. I know it really does change the forefront for a lot. I mean, many different things um, as far as career wise and then also just social wise as well. <clears throat> yeah, what do you think of this? Because the FUBAR owner that I was just talking about, Jay Krimis, he's known for hosting, which I've been to, big sexually charged events in his bar. And his bar is very narrow, like a lot of bars around the country. Mm-hmm. And he was toying around with the idea of keeping his staff and customers safe by he was thinking that maybe the dancers could be behind a plexiglass shield because many of the bar, the Adonis, which I've had on the show before, mm-hmm. you do these lap dances. Well, he was thinking maybe putting them behind a plexiglass shield, like when you go to the grocery store. And they could have a little slit where people could put their dollars or even use Venmo or QR codes for tipping. Mm-hmm. But he says all that went out the window because they reopened and now they're having to close. Um I don't know, as someone you like, you've enjoyed a good lap dance before, or have you, Jeremy? I have. I mean, I love dancers, but I also think for their safety, I wouldn't mind seeing them behind Plexi either. I mean, I, it it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? So, I like that you said that. So, of course, I would love a dancer sitting in my lap, in my face, whatever, but I also know what should what should be and what shouldn't and so i kind of feel like it really is better than nothing and in this case they stay safe you stay safe i don't know it's just it sounds about right it sounds like a good idea and at least he's being creative with it and everyone stays safe in the midst of what's going on i totally agree and you know me i've stated several times on this show that i love a good lap dance and i love dancers and for me personally, I w- wouldn't mind. Well, I've gotten used to the plexiglass at my grocery store. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, I've got like my favorites that I see all the time downstairs at my grocery store. And I have joking relationships with a lot of them. And it turns out you can still have a joking relationship with a plexiglass between you and a mask both on our faces. Mm-hmm. And it still works. I have also stated that I'm not necessarily an apps guy. I don't Mm -hmm. do so well on the apps. I'm more of an in-person. So when I know that like Adonis is doing, and I 
applaud them. I've had them on the show. The Adonis Lounge is doing a lot of virtual stripper moments, and I think that's really great. And then there's a lot of virtual sex parties. There's a lot of virtual sex clubs. As we reopen, I would, because I'm an in-person, for me, I think it's just seeing that person in front of me and that interaction, that eye contact that you really get from the in-person thing. So if it means that there happens to be a plexiglass between to keep us safe before there's a, a, um, something to end, eradicate COVID-19, mm-hmm. I would do that. Right. Because I would get, to, it would suffice what I actually really like is seeing somebody hot that I think is really hot in person, keeping us safe, and also getting that eye contact that I get off on from somebody that I think is really attractive and hot mm-hmm. that you can't always get in a virtual app. So for me, right. it would work. Mm-hmm. The sad part is, is that LA that has some of the bars that I like is tried to open early and it looks like their numbers for COVID-19 are, are on the uprise again. And now they can't even do that. So I don't know. And I'm hoping because New York's numbers are really good with, I think the other day we didn't have any deaths and our numbers are really at bay. However, I'm just hoping that we're not fucking up by some of the more recent get-togethers. And I don't know. I was out and about, and I didn't see a lot of socially distance going on between some of the boys. So I don't know. You're saying when you did your drive-by? When I did my drive-by, yeah. And even... <laughs> On my rooftop, I went on my rooftop with a friend and it was the the eve before Gay Pride and Mm -hmm. there was a apartment that had a bunch of boys and they didn't, there was a bunch of them and they were all having a good time and it looked, again, I'm not going to lie, I had a little bit of FOMO, um, but Cody, who I was hanging out with, my co-host on Thursday night, we didn't, we were having FOMO and we were thinking of even crashing the party. But <laughs> but we didn't see a lot of socially distance yeah. going on. And I don't know. So we'll have to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping for the best. So anyways, um, let's move on to some hot topics. And I'm so glad I got you here, Jeremy, because there's a current story out that was posted on one of my sites that I follow, Straight Up Gay Porn. And it's entitled... Due to COVID-19 shutdowns of beauty salons, Justin Matthew, a porn star, shaves, eats, fucks, and comes on Elliot Finn's ass. And I was intrigued by this because the article goes on to that it can be fun to shave a guy's ass and they show clips of it. It's for, uh, let me get this right Today in People Getting Their Assholes Shaved, Amma the Coronavirus Pandemic, Elliot Finn received some grooming assistance from gay porn star Justin Matthews Mm -hmm. in the latest Next Door Home video. So that's, people can look up Next Door Homemade Mm -hmm. and find out. I'll put a link to this. And essentially, they're saying that. So 
Uh, Jeremy, I know you love a good shaved ass, but I wanted to bring up a point because I was talking to a guy recently who we were sharing that I'm interested in. He's kind of hot. And he said, don't shave your ass, Steve, because, and I don't have a lot of hair, but I have some hair. And he essentially said that when guys shave their asses, it's not always comfortable for the top because I guess as it grows back, it can really shave the top's dick. And mm-hmm. I wanted to know, because I know you've told us on the show, Jeremy, that you like a shaved ass. How do you feel about all this? And have you ever shaved a guy's ass? So I have definitely shaved a guy's ass before. And uh, the way that I like to do it is rather than shave it, buzz it. Uh, so I don't mind. The clippers? It with, yeah. So uh, just with the like a beard buzzer, uh shaving it um, shaving it definitely leaves a lot of bumps and i think it also irritates the bottom and the top because i do know i've had experiences as the top uh that it's been really super uncomfortable and really bumpy and of course the bottom can't help it and it's not their fault especially if you've made them or asked them to shave and then also sometimes the shave turns into bumps like as in razor bumps or you know what I mean? So I think uh, I recommend trimming as far as a beard trimmer and just getting really short and close, but not exactly shaving with shaving cream that I have not done. So that's what, okay. So I have, and by the way, I'm going to say the caveat here. We are not talking about people taking their own precautions, of course, because we all think everybody should take their own precautions safety-wise, whether it's condoms, whether it's you're on prep, whether it's a long-term relationship. So I'm just going to put that caveat. We are not ready. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Recommending. We are simply mm-hmm. telling our story. So I'm just going to say that out there first and foremost. But you do bring up a really good point, Jeremy, because even when you've said that on the show, and I'm for the most part a smooth guy except for like my underarms and my pubic area. So the times that I have tried to shave, I've done it myself with a razor and shaving cream, which mm-hmm. gets really tight. But I didn't understand what you were saying, and now I get that. And it can be really uncomfortable for... I've gotten, like, rash and other issues from that. And you can cut yourself, I think, which could be 
yeah it can putting yourself be up. super dangerous like just in general and i and that part it takes away the sexiness like just putting yourself in harm's way by trying to get it done yourself i think especially with the blade in general <clears throat> So what you're saying is when you use the clippers, it goes down low enough that's what you like, so you're not seeing like a bush. Right, or just fur. But I mean, also to each his own. Some people really like that. I don't personally like that. So that's why I find that the trimming really gets it low enough where it's barely there. And that, that amount of hair I don't care about. Uh, of course, I love waxed, but... Waxed clearly isn't something that's happening at the moment. <laughs> and yeah. also particular people that actually like personally like getting it done or typically get it done on the usual rather than like, I, I wouldn't make someone do, do that, but it's definitely a lot nicer for both people. But I, I would recommend trimming much rather than shaving. Well, that makes sense. I didn't even think of that. And it makes me think of, because Barber's actually opened up here in New York the other day, and I went and got my hair cut finally, <laughs> properly. I've been cutting <laughs> my own hair. and <laughs> I've been cutting my hair. Yeah. So I went to this barber shop, and they were wearing their mask. And mm-hmm. speaking of clippers, the guy did a really good job of, and maybe something to consider, cleaning the clippers the Mm -hmm. every single utensil whether it be scissors a comb he was spraying and cleaning every single one before after the person that he had cut the hair before my haircut and i respected all that and i wore my mask the whole time and i think that's really good and something to consider too before you try to do this to somebody else is clean the clippers properly because definitely yeah but we are again not recommending we're just saying what we find hot and but it was great to get a haircut finally again and you too jeremy yeah i went to my uh little brother's barber and of course i had to make an appointment i was the only person there and it was like later in the day it's actually funny because it reminded me of just our previous uh, episodes when we talk about going to the barbershop and how like the Dominican barbers that we have are super (laughs) sexy. And so it was funny because this guy wasn't really my type, but he was definitely sexy and we were in there alone and he took his time. So it was like a 50 minute haircut. And here we are like sitting in a huge barbershop and it has curtains on the windows. So it was like kind of like, I don't know, just it was a sexy environment and it, it just brought back memories of uh, our podcasts when we were at Barba and then just our podcasts of barbershops and barbers in general. And so, yeah, I had to make an appointment. I was the only person there. I wore a mask most of the time and he wore a mask the whole time as well as gloves. And he was very good at cleaning all of the tools and everything. So it was safe. And the haircut like came it. out excellent. So I was happy. Well, speaking that you, I think we've talked a little bit about this, but Grinder and, and Scruff have removed ethnicity filters in its gay dating apps, given 
what's going on in our country. And I think it's a really good thing because I just think it's a really good thing. And because I think a lot of times people say they're only into one type of race or one type of ethnicity. And even saying that, I think we can have proclivities towards one type. Somebody just asked me the other day, what types of guys do you like? And I said, they asked me, do you like Latinos? I said, I do, but I don't really have a type. And uh, and I really mean that. I've been attracted to all different types. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been so carefree in the past and not consciously thinking that some people have said, well, I'm only into one type or I'm only into another type or know this or know that. And mm-hmm. apps like Grindr and Scruff and Jacked have played into that by having these filters where you can kind of put that in. Right. And the reality is we all like what we like. And maybe some of us, I feel, have a proclivity towards a certain type. But I think with those getting rid of those filters, I do think it's a good thing because whether or not you like what you like, it's in my mind, allowed people to go on to say, well, and I'm not into this kind of person or I'm not into that. And that's when it becomes, it could become racist or it can become racially insensitive or just insensitive in general and unnecessary. I mean, I don't know. What are your thoughts on some of the implementation that Grinder Scruff and some of the apps have put now that they're going to get rid of these filters? I think it's great. I think it also promotes uh, positivity in our community, at least, with uh, really embracing just every race as a whole. And I think it's also important to be inclusive. And if we want to be accepted, this is like a step towards it. So, I mean, I get that some people won't like it because it doesn't filter out the specific uh pick that you have for yourself. But I also think it's really good to keep your options open. And it's funny because I, since being home and just running into or seeing people out and like out in public, I definitely think that in when I was in the city and going out and us just going out on weekends and stuff, I think that you do personally limit yourself to this is my type and it's kind of like a very definitive selection and it really is good when you actually open your mind up to other options and you really never know what you could meet or the possibilities that you could run into. Absolutely. And the other thing I would add to that is when you're on the other end of, let's just say, if I was on there and somebody filtered out that they're only into Latinos and I've had stories, some of my, my dear, um, Asian American gay friends have told me stories that they only like, you know, when, when they find out that they only like Asians or when I found out that somebody is really into Latinos, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really make us, so in one sense, you're using a filter to weed out, and oftentimes it's led people to feel freely to state, oh, 
stop texting me because I'm not into your type, which is horrific and gross, just gross. But it's not necessarily making a lot of us that may fall into the, to a, and I'm using air quotes, the category that you like, Oh, wow. Lucky us. We happen to fit the category box that you check because what a lot of my friends and I have felt is, do you really like me or is it just the fact that I happen to be Latino and and the color of skin that you like, Mm -hmm. does it even matter that my personality or who I am? And Mm -hmm. it's, I've had this conversation with so many people before. It's like, it's not like we feel special because you've stated that you only, it's a lot of us feel like, well, could we be any Asian or any Latino? Right. You know, do you have any parameters or like now or or lucky us yeah or lucky Mm -hmm. us because we found happen to fall into your and it often makes us question us why you like us because it doesn't seem like you like the individual so i i'm hoping that some of this getting rid of that will allow people to just really look at the person. I mean, we all have our proclivities and so much, and no one's saying that. But I think when you deduce somebody to a specific race and when you're really adamant about thinking what you don't like, quote, thinking what you don't like, Mm -hmm. you are limiting yourself on so many levels. And Definitely. Yeah. So... I don't know. What do you do you agree with me on that or Yeah, I think there's no need to really limit yourself and I think that I I think people read off of your natural vibes anyways. So I think rather than excluding people or just mistreating people, it really works well and to your benefit just to treat everyone well and then also if you're not into somebody then just don't talk you know what I mean? Then just don't flirt with them or just don't uh give them that vibe or that feel, but I don't think that it has to be any more serious than that. Totally agree. And our final topic today that I couldn't help but talking about, particularly with you, Jeremy, was (laughs) there's a YouTuber gone OnlyFans sensation, we'll call him, Chris Crocker. I didn't know about him, but there's a current story about this guy, Chris Crocker, that who was uh, apparently, and you knew him, on YouTube, he did a lot of like YouTube videos and he turned into a OnlyFans sensation doing some porn. And he's in the news right now because he was having sex with somebody on a live video and on a live stream for his OnlyFans. So you would have had to have been an OnlyFans like member, right? Live streaming. And he pooped (laughs) as the bottom while having sex live. And he's gone on the record on his Twitter account account to apologize. I'm just going to read you. YouTuber turned amateur porn star Chris Crocker has has apologized to his fans after accidentally, we're laughing and we shouldn't be, pooping during sex that was being (laughs) live streamed. I can't help but laugh. Posting a video to his Twitter to his Twitter account, Crocker said, "Quote: It's one thing to have an accident in private; it's another to do it in a live chat." 
He knows that I didn't mean to poop on him. I did prepare, but I think it just goes to show no matter how much you prepare before a scene, things can happen. Right. Um, okay. I have a lot to say on this, and I watched the video on YouTube. My first thought was if it was, if you did this accident and as, as a, you know, predominant bottom myself at times. I know accidents can happen. However, I've listened to our dear Dr. Goldstein so many times. And because I've, it takes a lot to get there and I'm not shaming this guy at all. I'm by no means, but I've listened to what Dr. Goldstein says and how essentially if you do the right work and, you know, that takes a lot to get there, but I Mm -hmm. would imagine it can still happen I think my first question was, why not just maybe put an apology up on your OnlyFans page, not your Twitter account, which then would go viral. And now sites like Cock and Cocktails and others are grabbing it. So now we all know. And I couldn't help but thinking, he's also mentioned in there that he's tried to reach out to the top and the top hasn't even responded back to him. I guess he's mortified. Oh my God. I I know. I don't know, Jeremy, what were your first, you actually told me offline that you knew of Chris Crocker before he was an OnlyFans star or porn star. Yeah. How did you know him? So I knew him because my, so my brother and I, we love, funny, stupid, dumb videos, like dumb humor and silly shit. And he, Chris Crocker was known for just videos in his grandma's house, I believe. And he would just like slam cabinets and yell shit and (laughs) just make up weird personas and voices and stuff. And that's like right up my brother and I's alley when it comes to like (laughs) dumb humor. And so we would sit around and just laugh at his videos all the time. So this is where... I knew him from. And so then I saw, Did you know that he segued to, so I only, I only knew, I didn't know OnlyFans, but I knew that he was getting into porn because I used to love watching maverickmen.com and they do uh, amateur porn as a couple and they're both good looking and they take on a bottom. And so Chris Crocker was actually on their site And that was the first time that I saw him getting into porn. And it was like very, very immature, not like anything staged or anything. And he was also still semi twinky. Now he looks like completely different from then. And I and hearing that he pooped, I'm like, (laughs) I just can't help but laugh because it, it brings me back to his silly humor that he was back in the day. Like I can't take it seriously. And I also just, I can't even think of him sexually because of the videos that he had on YouTube back in the day. And so now the fact that he pooped, well, you're trying to be like serious and film for your uh, porn career. I, it's just like makes me almost pee my pants. (laughs) Well, Maybe to your point, that makes a little bit more sense because if he is serious about the apology, and I, I'll put this post this link on Tag's podcast, perhaps he needs to see and check in with our good Dr. Goldstein because <laughs> we've talked so much about that, and it's 
he's Dr. Goldstein has talked so much about what you have to do necessarily, which isn't a mm-hmm. whole lot, just yeah. to be clean in general. And I'm not sure who the guy f- fucked him, how big he was, but the amount of pressure that really goes into igniting more and he's just he has a little dr goldstein has a lot of good i would advise you and i could put anybody that wants to in contact with him or some of the episodes that we've had of him on the show that really suggest on what you really have to do to just be clean and it takes a lot to really ignite some people over clean for example right and that's another thing shower hoses and you can ignite Mm -hmm. right so you can actually ignite way more in your, I mean, we are being graphic, so you can ignite way more in your intestines that really needs to be ignited and clean. Well, good bacteria, yeah. Simple, yeah, for mm-hmm. a simple fuck. And if your person fucking you is average, medium, even large, it really shouldn't get to that point. And mm-hmm. the fact that this cracker, cracker or? Crocker. Crocker. <laughs> she a cracker. Um, allowed it to say said that he did do all the proper methods and has this platform and now knowing that you say he was known for these sort of like cranky kind of videos mm-hmm. i'm wondering if this was because this article goes on to say with the wild and unpredictable content that crocker has posted on his social media pages before probably a lot of including which i didn't know being involved in a race play blackmail threat oh god okay and bizarre tweets about going to rehab and bizarre tweets about going to rehab we wouldn't be surprised if this was another ploy for promotion although we're not sure the article says scat is the way to promote your con uh we're not sure scat is the way to promote your content most efficiently. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure either. <laughs> um, yeah, it did spark a number of, according to the article, warm, comforting responses from the following, telling him, you guessed it, shit happens. <laughs> this course. was from cockandcocktails.com, people, and I can put a link on it. And the apology was tweet from his... Chris Crocker's Twitter account was interesting. Either way you look at it, I don't know where he's really at. And I don't know, Jeremy, you're the one that used to follow him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I'm uh, following that OnlyFans account anytime soon. No offense uh, to everyone that enjoys that. But I cannot and i just yeah i mean shit does really happen so it does go to show you that people are real and OnlyFans is real whether it looks glossed over or not i mean it i like yeah i that's all i hey listen if it really did happen in the way it did happen and i just don't know why he then needed to go on twitter which why not just apologize to your OnlyFans? right people that happen to watch it to Mm -hmm. put it on your Twitter account, which you typically have way more and can go viral. And of course I found it on a British site, cock and cocktails is now going a lot more viral than maybe it needed to. So Mm -hmm. I question that, but Hey, everyone does them. And I don't know. We will continue to follow this story and see where it goes. People, Uh, that's all I got to say. 
Um, at any rate, I want to thank you, Jeremy Ross Lopez, for uh, gracing the show as you always do. Thank you of so course. much. Of course, happy such a blast. Pride. Always a blast. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, you can follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez on Instagram. And he's not hard on the eyes. <laughs> he's my boo. I love him. And thank you so much. And in the meantime, continue being safe and healthy. Yes, definitely. And absolutely. Thanks we'll talk for to listening. Yes. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.